0: Knicks family, welcome back to the Garden Mix podcast. I'm your host, Apollo Reed. I'm here with no one but myself tonight. Um, the fellas were a little busy, and hell, uh, it's not easy to watch a Knicks game at this point of the season. Um, but here we are, um, talking about the Knicks and the Knicks tonight lost to the Hawks at home, 115 to 111, and. Um, I mean, what can I say, man? Uh these guys <sighs> It was a good game. It was a good game. Like I mean, if you like as a basketball fan, that was a good game. But when you break down the little things here and there, there's just too much to unpack. Um but um we had a good scoring night from RJ mostly in the first half. I think he only hit two shots in the second half um you know let me get these uh stats up on the screen here um so rj tonight who's nine for 25 um oh also shout out to the chat sorry guys <laughs> i'm reading the chat here hold on <laughs> let me get it what's going on man raul's in the building what's going on man what's going on of course of course appreciate that definitely appreciate that of course my man in here what's going on bro <laughs> better treat me like a king. that's right that's what i was laughing at but um Appreciate you. Appreciate you. If you guys are here in the chat, um, hit a like, hit the like button, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend. If you're listening on the podcast as well, we are also on YouTube, uh under Guard up next. Um, so uh without further ado, we can continue with how we look tonight. Um, so first half was a good was a good half. Um for the life of us, the only thing that really, really bothered me tonight that I didn't expect was just how on fire Bogdanovich was like we couldn't neither unit could stop him he'd do whatever the hell he wanted um but when you got somebody like that on your roster you really you don't really have like like Trey Young for I think the first run that we had or they had I think Trey Young was on the bench while they went on that run and um they closed the game they closed the gap and I think by the time Trey came in, I think it was like uh, it was only like a two-point game or something like that. But, um, you know, um, defense, constant issue. But there's just a lot of things about this team um, and our coach that I've been trying to understand without being too overly critical. But it's hard to do. It's so hard to do. Um, Anyway, back to RJ9 for twenty five from the field. One for seven from three. One of the that one three actually came after an air ball. Um and he actually got it right back um and knocked it down, but he was one for seven. Um 14% from three. That's not good. Um eleven for seventeen from the free throw line. He actually regressed a little bit. RJ's been a lot better within the last what ten to fifteen games. Ever since he spoke about um what he has been doing wrong. And he's just been in the gym uh, doing those things. But tonight, he struggled. Um, You you couldn't expect him to just constantly be in the 75-plus club or not even 75. I think he was pretty much shooting around like 80% or 75-80% from the free throw line Um, during a certain stretch of of the past, what, 10 to 15 games. But, uh, you know, he still got 13 rebounds, three assists, two steals, Five turnovers, costly ones. Um he's got the the Randall number of turnovers as uh my cousin Rick would say. Um but yeah, 30 points. Uh I, I saw Berman. Berman Berman will Berman. Um if you guys check Twitter, he actually uh I don't want I don't want to mess up his words. So this is not verbatim, but basically he said didn't really get much from RJ tonight. Um and the front office should really be mindful of how they or what they should do in terms of an extension for him. And my rebuttal was, bro, that was one game, one. One game without Julius Randle that they didn't get to game plan for. Um, in the first half, you saw the Hawks didn't game plan for how RJ was gonna play because he, they just didn't know exactly how he was gonna get all the buckets. Um, but unfortunately, he couldn't hit a shot tonight. Um, I know Greg, Greg Anthony was continuing to hammer away at the fact that he's scared of taking jump shots. And he's not. Like RJ's been taking jump shots. He's just his strength is getting in the basket, getting to the basket. Um, he took seven threes. There's no way he's scared to take jump shots. He just missed tonight. Um, pardon me. Josiah, go back in the room, please. I don't know why my kid likes to come alive at this time of night. But anyway, um, anyway. Um, so yeah. I don't I don't wanna say that RJ did anything bad tonight. He was, I think he was like two for eleven or two for twelve in the second half. Um, and that's not good. But at the end of the day, that's an adjustment by the Hawks. You can't blame RJ for them making an adjustment. He got whatever the hell he wanted in the first half. Um, I think what he had 20, 20 something in, in the first half when I mean, he finished the game with thirty. So, um, yeah, you know, RJ is just – he's figuring it out. He's learning how to be the main guy. He's learning um, how to – you know, the fatigue factor is also going to play a part in it. You know, the second half of the game, you know, he didn't play as well. <clears throat> he was still getting to the spots he wanted to, but they just closed in on the paint. Uh, every single time he drove in there, he just – he did whatever the hell he wanted. Um, They did whatever the hell they wanted with him in the second half because – he just couldn't get a bucket going. He kept trying, but, you know, that's that's, that's what happens. Um, now people are saying, well, this is what happens when Julius doesn't play and blah, 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 blah. Are you sure you can trust RJ? Which is kind of what I think Berman was trying to say. But let's be real. If Julius wasn't here, we would be spending that money in a different way. Um, and it probably, probably would be given to... Um, Someone who fits RJ's style of play. Um, A nice second piece doesn't have to mean that RJ is the first guy, you know, it's just just someone else that fits around RJ a little bit more, whether he's better than RJ or not. Um, Just someone else that fits around him, takes the pressure off of him a little bit. Everybody he played with tonight outside of, in terms of bigs, all the bigs he played with tonight outside of Taj Gibson who played 20 minutes. can't really step outside of the paint for anything. Um, Jericho Sims is one for one. I'm sure that was probably a dunk. Actually, yes, it was a dunk. Um, Mitchell Robinson was four for Excuse me. It's the Wendy's talking. Um, Mitchell Robinson was four for six. Um, nine points. Six rebounds. Uh, three steals. Four blocks. I, I've i always wanted to see Mitch get a l- more rebounds. Um, but he, he does get a good amount of them. I mean... Most of his rebounds are offensive rebounds, but I would like to see more defensive rebounds. But at the end of the day, he went up against Clint, Clint Capella tonight. And, you know, Clint Capella is, even though he's not amazing, he's a good rebounder. So, you know, there's that. Um, Obi Toppin, sorry if I'm flying through everything right now. I also didn't get to check in the chat. Kind of want to get through some some of these things real quick before we talk about some other stuff. But um, Obi tonight, twenty basically 24 minutes, 5 for 7. In the start, um, he was 5 for 7 from the field, 0 for 1 from 3, 0 for 0 from the free throw line. That, that's got to change. Um, he's got to learn how to get, in, get to the basket. Side note, RJ got to the line 17 times. Like, I'm not worried about what's going to happen with this kid at all. Like, you know, yeah, he's not great now, but he's 21. And he's clearly going to get better. If you don't think RJ is going to get better, if you don't think R.J. is the kind of guy that's going to get better every year, then you're in the wrong fan base. Um, because if you're watching him night in and night out, yeah, sure, he can be frustrating, just like every other best player or good player on, on the team. Um, he's going to get better game by game. But, you know, um, also uh, back to Obi Toppin, he had seven rebounds, um, 10 points, which, you know, I would I would have liked to see Obi getting there a little bit more, um. But foul trouble, five fouls. What are you gonna do with that? Mitch, four fouls. Burke's five fouls. Um, I just would like to see, um, Obi get a little bit more comfortable out there, man. I think uh, I think he's earned it at this point to to have consistent minutes. I'm not saying earn the starter position. That's not what I'm saying. But just some some consistent minutes. The guy really gets up and down the court fairly easy, <laughs> like better than um almost anybody on the team outside of RJ. Um his you know RJ and, and, and Obi are our best fast break players without question, in my opinion. Um Alec Burks. Alec Burks is a he's a good player. But he should not be starting especially at the point guard position and unfortunately he is um nine for 16 from the field three for seven from three zero for zero from the free throw line and this is someone who played 36 minutes by the way um oh man um four assists uh, forces yes four assists 21 points um three steals Burks is a good player. He has a lot of intangibles. It's just there's times where he is like the number one playmaker on our team, and he should not be that. And he didn't put himself in that position. Tom Thibodeau did. So I'm not too mad at Burks. I hate watching him do certain things, especially when it looks like he's forcing it. He's the kind of guy I don't, I don't want to force. I don't want him forcing any shots at all. Um, because when he does that, he he tends to get himself into these bad situations. It was it was a shot that he took in the fourth quarter, um, I think within the last four minutes, where he tried to... First of all, you had Trae Young on you, damn near the whole night. Um, put his ass in a post. And when he finally did that, it was like he could almost do it, like he was thinking about what he should do. And by the time he thought about doing the post-fade, Clint Capella came and helped Trey Young out, and then that was just a bad shot, and he went down the court and they hit a shot. Um, I would like to see Burks as a backup, like I don't want to see him in the starting unit. Same with Evan Fournier. Um, a lot of people hate these two guys because of Tom Thibodeau, <laughs> like literally because of Tom. Um, and I I don't hate them. I just wish they came off our bench. Burks and Fournier are the kind of guys I would love to come off my bench because they're going to get theirs when they're hot. When they're not, at least they're not your starter. You know what I mean? And I think that's been the issue that I've had with these guys. Um, they've been relied upon so heavily, and I don't think at this point in their careers they should be, especially in a starting unit. I mean, if you're the guy come off the bench like Evan Fournier, he's four for 11, three for nine. He had 11 points. This kind of game, you don't really feel as much if he's coming off the bench, but because he's starting. You know, Tom also made the adjustment, didn't keep him in there for long. He only had one foul, um, but he only played 25, 26 minutes, which to me is a good thing. Tom actually decided, yeah, you know, maybe this guy's not the best guy to have out there in certain situations. Um, so, but, you know, he can keep those minutes. 25 minutes to me, perfectly fine. Just bring him off the bench. It's just, uh, that's, that's me. Quickly, Emmanuel Quickly. I am so impressed with how he's been playing the past 10 to 15 games um he's found his his uh stride um it's always like that for a shooter a shooter's gonna go for uh you know they're gonna have a slump and they 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 have to figure out their game I think quick is starting to figure out his game he's learning how to get into the paint a little bit easier finish and finish oh man he's finishing in the paint um as you can see he half of his shots came from inside the three point line um he was six for 11 but he made three three so you know he took more than half of his shots inside the arc um and that's what you want to see you want to see him do more than just shoot threes um I also also I always felt like his jump shot was um hard for him to take contested because he's a kind of he kind of leans in and the way his form is he kind of pushes it out. In term, instead of like you know releasing it over his head like you know a lot of other guys, a lot of his shots he, he jumps forward in his jump shot, so it's hard for him to get a lot of these shots off contested because you know it's you change your shot up when when you're shooting a contested jump shot. Um, but he's been he's been phenomenal the past couple of games. I think he has the, he had the highest plus minus tonight with six. Um, and you know. I would like to see him play a little bit more minutes, 25 minutes. I don't like, especially when Burks is out there playing 35. Um, But Burks, 21 points. You can't really be too mad at him. But at the same time, Burks, um, I would just like to see at this point of the season, doesn't look like we're going to make the playoffs. I think tonight put us back in like six games back from the 10th seed. Come on, guys, what are we doing? You know? Um, and that's that. Uh, everyone else, Grimes, three points. McBride, three points. Sims, two points. Ty's Gibson, five points, but he played 19, uh, 20 minutes. Um, he had a three. He had another three from RJ, but they didn't count it because he stepped on the line, uh, the, the out-of-bounds line. Um, I would like to see more than 12 minutes for, for, Qu- for Quentin Grimes. That's, you know, talking about one of your best two-way players here. Just confusing shit, you know. Um Miles, Miles looks good at times and other times he just looks like he's not ready, which is okay. I'm fine with that. Um makes it easier for him to for us to re sign him or keep him on contract for whatever it is. I think it's just a lot easier. Um, when guys don't really aren't like jumping out of the gym and jumping off the page with their stats and stuff like that. You know, it kind of makes it easier for the team to retain them and Develop them, you know. Um, McBride, Deuce, Deuce is, Deuce is going to be good. What kind of good? We don't know. Um, I just know that while he's in there, he plays like extremely tough defense consistently. And you can't really get that from anyone else on our roster at that position. So, you know, um, I don't know what I could say about McBride, but you know, I- I'm glad he's on his team. Uh, I just hope that at some point he gets the opportunity to develop. Do I think he's the point guard of the future like a lot of people do? I don't know. I don't I don't I can't say no, but also I don't think so. Um, but surprise me. You know, I'll be I'm all forward. I love the kid. Um, Sims is another one. I would like to see him put his you know, there was a play where the t- shot clock ran out and he didn't even look at the, the rim until like 0.2 seconds left on the clock, and then he tried to hoist it up. But you know, these guys are these guys are rookies. Grimes, McBride, Sims. Um, so I'm not I'm not too worried. But yeah, man, that's pretty much all I got for that. I d I don't really like our defense a lot of the time, especially when guys like Bogdanovich just go off and shoot whatever shot they want and they make him contested, uncontested. Whatever. It is what it is. Let's just uh let's let's get to the chat real quick. Um just to you know. See what these guys are talking about. Uh, of course, my man over here. He said, Oh man, they widen the hell out of this screen. Hey, it's me today, guys. How you doing? Um Bojan, yeah, he's a flame. The kid, the kid can shoot, man. What was his numbers tonight? Let, let me look at that again. Let's see. His uh Bojan had 20 32 points. On 20 shots. 11 for 20. 4 for 10 from the 3. 6 for 6 in the free throw line. I mean, Trey had 45. Cool. You expect that. But if it was not for Bojan Bogdanovic, that game would have been over. Bojan Bogdan. Wrong. Wrong Bogdanovic because there's two of them in this this league. But, yeah, man, that, that kid's a flamethrower. He's a flamethrower. Thirty-two points, and you know, and he's not your starter. (sighs) Like, there's not much to talk about after that. Um, You know, but I'm just, I'm just very, very happy that the season is is uh, is is dwindling down. Um, I, I, you know, I, I. I'm kind of happy we're not in the play-in. I'm kind of happy we will miss the playoffs only because of how the season has ended up. And if we're going to be this bad, we might as well get a high pick, especially at this point of the season. You know, it's it's not like it's February and we're talking about tanking. Um, it's the end of March. It's the end of March. Uh, season is over in about two to three weeks. You know, um, hopefully, and this is no shot at Julius. Hopefully he just rests the rest of the season. You know, um, I'm perfectly fine with just seeing how this goes. Um, rest that quad up, my guy. You know? Um, just just let it rest. Uh he also says, not too worried about RJ. He's got the mentality. The numbers will come. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm not worried about RJ. I just wish that a lot of people were more patient with a, a player who's clearly going to be a good player. Like, I don't understand why. Especially this fan base, you know what? I can't say especially this fan base because I've watched a lot of other fan bases just chop a lot of these guys down. Like the way the Wizards talk, the Wizards fans talk about Bradley Beal is outrageous, you know. And listen, I'm not a Wizards fan. I don't get to see it every night, so I can't say anything. Same thing that you know, a lot of people around the league like you guys are going way too hard to Julius. You're not watching every game you don't see and it's not even his play it's the it's the mentality it's the attitude he got fined 40,000 for touching the ref again in an aggressive manner he just doesn't learn he doesn't keep his emotions in check i just wish <sighs> i liked the guy last year i really did um, did I question if he could actually come back and be the same person? Of course I did. You know, you'd be a fool to think that he was going to be exactly the same player he was the year before if he's never showed that style of play before that one year either. Um, There's just a lot going on, and I don't want to start pointing the finger at Julius right now, even though he's uh, the reason. I'm just kidding. But he's – he's uh... Julius didn't play tonight. So I don't want any Julius slander. Okay. This is what we needed. A night where we can lose and not blame Julius. I think I don't think it's too much to ask for. Uh Burks needed to be allowed to play his game. That man and how to play me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's he's a wing. Whether he's your two, your three, he should not be your starting point guard. And then you got him guarding Trey Young. Tibbs, what's up, bro? What you doing over there? Like, what? What's going on? Um, yeah, shit. Switch it up a little, man. That uh if he's back next year, just 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 buckle up, guys. Buckle up. Um, Fournier gotta go. Word, we gotta stop messing with these French players. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, listen, we're gonna leave Frank out of here. Okay, I was a Frank fan. I love Frank, but clearly not, a, you know, an NBA player. He's he's in the NBA, <laughs> but I guess he'll bust my ass and balls, so I can't really talk too much. But at the end of the day, you know, um, yeah, wasn't it, wasn't it, what's the other guy that we drafted that was just terrible from who was uh, uh, the French guy? Was it Frederick Weiss? <laughs> We're not gonna do this anyway. Um. You know uh i just i don't want to be on here for too long i'm tired a long day um but i don't know we should have built around frank (laughs) i mean yeah he would have helped us build it too with all the bricks he was throwing up um that would have been a nice little fortress but like i said i was a frank fan so i'm just beating myself up now but yeah Fournier, man like like i said i don't mind Fournier when he's coming off the bench, which he's never done. I think that's you you sat Kemba twice this year. Twice you sat Kemba and not once did you decide to even try to bring Evan off the bench while he was, you know, actually able to play. What do you do there? What do you do? Um I don't I don't know how easy it would be to just sit a guy like that. Um but, you know, I I just – sometimes you got to make the tough choice, Tibbs. Just just sit him. Just sit him. It's not bad. Like, he doesn't have to sit the entire game. He played 25 minutes tonight. Right? 25 minutes the guy played. We can do this every night. He just doesn't need to start. You know? Uh, I, but, you know, whatever. I'm happy for – RJ, um, he gets to have the games where he can just, you know, throw up whatever shots he wants, and 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 mess, especially at this point of the season, I'm okay with that. At this point of the season, go go ahead, because at this point of the season, we're not fighting for anything. It's basically live practice at this point, which is why I would like to see Obi Top and get more consistent minutes so that he can get a rhythm and figure out what his game is. Um, how to get to the free throw line regularly. Um, Mitch went to the free throw line six times tonight, made one shot. We need to figure out how to get him over fifty percent from from um the foul line. Uh 50. That's I'll be happy with 50 55%. But right now, I don't even know. I don't want to know. I'm not gonna go look. I don't want to know what he's shooting from free throw. Let me go look. I'm not gonna look. Anyway, um, I, uh, you know, what else can we talk about? What else can we talk about? Um, There's just, there's just a lot to unpack. Thibodeau um, has a very odd way of, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) Wendy's. Tibbs has a very odd way. Um, of subbing guys in, like he's so loyal to his starting unit that he would just bring guys back in even, even if they're not playing well. And that has to stop, you know? Now, I'm not going to say Burks playing, wasn't playing well, but it's he has too much loyalty to the starting unit after another unit has already been putting the work in and playing well. What can, how else can we talk about that? Um, there's just a lot about Tibbs that scares me. Um, maybe he, you know, it's, it's the accountability. He's not, he doesn't hold the guys accountable that he should, as the way he holds RJ quickly, all of the young guys, he holds them accountable. Julius can go out there and curse out a ref. And you got Tibbs on the other side of the court cursing out the ref too. You know he doesn't see his flaws. You know he's, it's it's kind of annoying. Um, just just sit down and talk to him. Maybe he has. Maybe that's been the disconnect that Julius had this year. I don't know. I don't have a clue. But I don't want to start pulling things out of the air. Um, it's just very frustrating to watch. Um, I just I hope next year there is. So much of a change to this team that we kind of forget. We won, we're at 30 wins this year after going to the fourth, getting to the fourth seed, getting to the fourth seed, excuse me. Um, last year, uh, going to the playoffs, like I 30 wins. Uh, there were people who were saying we're gonna win 50 60, which I believed. I thought it was possible, especially the way we played uh last year. Um, but no one expected Rose to get hurt and go down. No one expected um Julius to I don't even know what it is. I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I don't no one expected Julius to mentally be the way he is this year. Something is off. You know, and I and I know Kendra Randall um came to his defense um against uh cp uh nick's fan tv shout out to those guys but i don't i don't see like and i get it she was talking about the family thing and you know which 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 is understandable but you can't be mad at nick's content creators for talking about what they see you know you know the guy unfortunately isn't the same person mentally? Um, the things I've heard from inside that building, not cool, not cool. Um, but he's ours right now. I would hope that he could figure it out, especially if he's going to be here next year. <clears throat> I'm not sure <clears throat> how much the, the, the front office wants that to happen, but um, at some point, it's going to happen somewhere. I'm not sure if it's going to be here. I'm not sure how much they're committed to the development of RJ Barrett as the guy, but I think it's clear that RJ is the guy right now. Um, I, I do think that Julius has more experience than RJ, and I think that's what you know makes him better. He has more experience, but I do think that mentally, RJ is just on another planet than Julius Randle. And this is not to compare them. I would actually love if they would, would play together. I don't see a lot of plays ran with them. RJ threw a few, few lobs tonight, but I don't see Julius throw lobs. I would like for, imagine a pick and roll with Julius and RJ. How do you defend that? Both of the guys can shoot from mid-range. Uh, RJ is not the greatest shooter from mid-range, but both the guys can shoot. Both of the guys can drive to the basket. Why hasn't that play happened more than often? More often than it does. Um, but it's neither here nor there, as it is what it is. We've hit the 30 minute mark. Um, there was not much to talk about. I'm trying to think, there was something else I was going to mention. Um, there's, there's not really much to talk about. These guys didn't play, they didn't finish the game the way they should have. Um, they had a lead in the fourth and gave it away. So, um, uh, let's see. Hey, you're funny, bro. You know, you're good for these, you know, you know, you're good for these, but, um, I mean, I, <laughs> I would love to see that. Unfortunately, because of just size and strength and just rage, I think Julius Randle would probably win that one. Um, but you don't don't sleep on a quiet kid. I always say, never sleep on a quiet kid. He'll come in and shoot that shit up. I'm <laughs> not playing. Um, but yeah, man, I think I would love to see if there were if there was any future with RJ and Julius. I would like to actually see them run some plays together. I I see Julius run a play with everyone outside of RJ and Mitch, like. A Mitchell Robinson, Julius Randall pick and roll. How how necessi- How easy is it? You know what? How hard is it to throw him a lob? Mitchell Robinson. How how hard do you think it is to throw Mitchell Robinson a lob? I don't I don't think it's 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 very difficult at all. Um, it's and it's just confusing. I would love to see him. And, and I think if Julius became more of a lob threat. That would make everything so much easier. Then he, R.J., and Mitch could actually share the floor, and be fluent in that without Julius taking ninety jump shots from a shot from a, a spot that he, he knows he might not make it. Uh, I would love to see those three guys play together. That's just, that's it. Um, I would like to see the same way when um, Mitch is in the paint <clears throat> and R.J. is like, yo come set that pick and he set the pick. And sometimes he throws the lob. A lot of the times RJ is going to drive all the way to the basket. Um, But most, you know, there's a lot of times where he throws that lob. And I just think Julius does not give himself the opportunity to make that play happen for he and Rich, Mitchell Robinson. <clears throat> I would love to see it. I would love to see Mitchell Robinson and come set the pick for Julius, Julius, drive stops mid-range and just throws it up there for 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 uh, mitch i think mitch would benefit greatly for that um but it's it's just i don't know man it's just hard it's just hard to to watch a lot of the times it's always it's always julius Randle and burks or julius Randle and evan fournier running plays together um I don't really see RJ and Julius run a play together. The play I see them run is, you know, one of them, whoever it is, might have the ball, and one goes, throws it to the other one, and and the other guy who doesn't have the ball anymore just moves over to the corner or just moves to the hash. He moves out of the way. That's not a play. Like, I don't – I would love to see the way the plays go with even Fournier and and, uh, Julius. Like, you know – but it is what it is it is what it is um uh ci says i think it's hard for RJ and julius being lefties to run plays together in my opinion with another lefty always it's always weird i mean i do think that's i i see that i can i i can definitely see that but both of them can dribble with their right hand you know what i mean like even it, and even if you made them set the pick on the left side each time you know i it's a lot of the times it's like catch Julius running to the basket. Because the problem with Julius is when he catches it and he does he does the triple step. It's the only thing in the triple threat. Ever since he, he he trained with Melo, that's all he wants to do when he gets the ball. He gets the ball, jab, jab, head fake, he does something with it. I would like to see RJ get him the ball on the, on the run. Vice versa, get them on a run. And I and, and actually there's been times where more often than not, that's when Julius throws the ball to RJ is when he's cutting. Which, you know, I just think that play. And Thibodeau isn't a terrible play caller. That out of bounds play, I think with the under two minutes left or around two minutes left in the fourth, um, where Mitch ended up wide open for the dunk. Like, bro, like, like, bro, like I didn't know you could draw up easy play, and I mean, Mitch was wide open. I don't know if that was just a brain lapse on the on Atlanta's part, but that I didn't I didn't see coming. I didn't expect that. But you know, what else can I say, man? Um, they have a long way to go. Hmm. Oh, I'm so rude, Jesus, I'm tired. Um, but yeah, that's I I don't really see how we can make this work long-term. Um, if you're just joining, whether on a pod or, or on the show, I just happen to be talking about, you know, I ran through everything right, uh, already from tonight. Just trying to see what's long-term here um, for this team. Um, I wonder at some point, will Burks or Fournier get shut down? Just just to give the guys the rhythm and minutes that they need. Um I, I just want to see one of them at least get set so that we can we can it's this point that you're not really gonna win any games and even if you do it's not getting you anywhere so just let the young guys play let the the young guys figure it out you got 10 10 games somewhere around 10 games left you know uh what do you what do you what do you do with that you know you 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 have a certain amount of games left there's no point in you running out your best players, especially when they're over 21 years old, 22, 23 years old. Like OB, Mitch, RJ, quickly. Like I don't really care about, not that I don't care, but the other guys, you know, they haven't been here as long as these guys have. Um, I just would like to see those guys get more consistent minutes down the stretch of the season when there's no more games to fight for. Um, let them lose a game or two. Cool. Just like they lost tonight. And you know, lottery odds, not they never work in our favor. That's not why I'm suggesting it. But at the end of the day, it's more of just let these guys work through their kinks, learn about who they are against NBA talent. Not in practice over the summer. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, it is what it is, man. Uh I, I don't I don't really have much else to say. But I do appreciate um you guys coming in and showing some love. It's been a minute since we were here since we've been here. It's been a lot going on. Um Action Pack Week. I was in Atlanta last weekend. This week has just been crazy with work. I got physical therapy, hurt my shoulder at work. So there's just been a lot going on. But I'm not here to complain. Um Derek Rose doesn't complain. He's fairly quiet and he's always hurt. So I can't say shit. Um, but yeah, man, that, that's pretty much all I got. I don't really want to drag it and bring out any more points as is not much, you know, not much more we could talk about. Um, I think the guys are doing what they can. Tibbs, I would like to see Tibbs with better rotations, obviously. But uh more often than not, that's just not gonna happen. So it is what it is. We're learning that these guys are gonna be good, quick is coming around. I would love to keep Quick and RJ with each other for as, as long as I possibly can. Quickly is the kind of point guard that fits with a style of play that RJ plays because RJ will be a ball dominant wing. Um, but you know, I just I just would like to see quickly RJ Obi if we can keep him. Like a lot of these guys, I'm not sure if we're gonna be able to keep past this year. I just think there's going to be a trade that's going to be made, whether it's to trade up in the draft, whether it's to trade away a certain player, someone's going to ask for one of our young assets. Um, But it is what it is. Uh, Mitchell Robinson is another one whose uh, contract extension is going to be a pretty, pretty interesting time. Um, but, you know, I'm all for it. I love this game. I love this team. Unfortunately, we lost another one tonight to Trey. You know, Trey just likes the Garden, and somebody was interviewing him after the game. Like, what do you think? You know, you're in the biggest stage. You brought it in Madison Square. Everybody brings it in Madison Square Garden. It's like the the world's most famous famous arena is, is is its tag. That's the slogan: the world's most famous arena. Now, it might not be the Knicks, but it's Madison Square Garden. <laughs> like, come on everyone's going to come to New York and play a hell of a game. That's just what they do. That's just what they do. But uh, that's all I got. Um, like I said, if you're have, if you listening from the podcast, head over to YouTube, hit that subscribe, hit the bell so you're notified when we go live. Um, don't you worry. I will be around a little bit more. Even if the guys aren't with us, isn't with me, I'm still going to come out here and – try to do a show as often as possible. We have been getting really busy. Andre still works at night. So, you know, so shout out to the guys, Andre and Rick, my brother. and Oh, I didn't share a birthday, but last week was their birthday. Um, The 16th was Rick's birthday. The 18th was my brother's birthday. And shout out to the guys. Happy belated. Well, I said happy birthday. I had to say happy belated to Rick. I always get him and my other cousin's birthday confused. And I know it bothers Rick. Because it's like, dude, I've been your cousin for what 34 years now? You should you should get it. So I take that on me. Take that on the chin. You know what I mean? Um, but it is what it is. Um, thank you guys for tuning into the God of Nicks podcast. Um, tell a friend, tell a friend, hit that like button. And till next time, man, y'all have a go, man. Peace.